There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, guys, a little different today. No music, no Jesse. No banter and no fun. I think that's pretty much the best way to sum this up. So this will be my first totally solo podcast in a long time. No Ronick either. Add him to the list of no's. Um, I am in Boston for my grandmother's funeral this weekend. Jesse is just having the time of his life. I think he's out in North Carolina gallivanting while I'm grieving. So thanks for that. Thanks for nothing. So yeah, a couple things I want to hit on before I got to that. We've got a little mailbag at the end, I think, too. So... Um, I mean, honestly, we could just do 30 minutes on how horrendous Kevin Durant is and how he's continuing to just murder my hobby value over 10 in the second half, which is just watching that game. Some of you will get this reference. Me and my brother were at the nine last night <laughs> sitting around the bar after we had dinner, 99 restaurant in Haverhill, or maybe it was Salem. I forget. Just watching this game. There's just something different about watching a game in the hometown, like People were going nuts up here. It was pretty cool. We had a good time. Celtics dominated in the second half. It was ridiculous. I was so depressed after the first half. Um, not going to do the whole podcast just praising the Celtics. I'll leave that to Bill and the other guys. Um, it gets weird now, though. So there's a couple of players I did want to mention, too. I guess I will rattle off a few guys. I have a few other things I want to talk about. There's a couple of releases this week and next week I wanted to hit on as well. Um, I had a report, Denton and Max were working on it, the interns. I'm going to have them tweak it a little bit, though. So on next week's show, it'll be basically a QB comparison because a bunch of NFL product is, is coming out starting, well, starting tomorrow, actually, Friday. We have Phoenix football. But then every week, just about after, we have football really starting to pour out. It seems like they're catching up on the supply a little bit and manufacturing. So I wanted to do just like a couple comparisons. So like 2018, I figured we take Josh Allen, Lamar pricing, 2019, Kyler, 2020, Herbert, Burrow, uh, Tua, and then 2021, we're going to use Trey Lance, Trevor, and Mac. 
like what are their identical cards apples to apples where are they falling in line in value the reason I think it's important is I think some of the stuff coming out, some of the football coming out this year is actually going to be a good value just because it's so much cheaper than other draft classes. But we'll do that later. Uh, like I said, I, I wanted, they made a report. I just wasn't super specific and I, I rushed him. It was last minute. So we'll do that for Monday's show. Um, just kind of a comparison. It's a bunch of NBA product coming out too. That's finally starting to catch up a little bit as well. Uh, just a couple quick NBA notes. Like I said, not going to spend a ton of time on it because I did actually want to spend some time on some of this week's releases. So we looked at a few guys this week, or I did. Just curious. So there's a couple guys who have kind of come out of nowhere to start selling really high. I say out of nowhere. I guess basketball fans know who they are. I, I don't. Jalen Brunson, Jaden McDaniels. Those two guys. I mean, Brunson went nuts the other day for the Mavs, who somehow have tied that series without Luka. I I don't know what that says about the Utah Jazz. Like, just It's pretty sorry. Like That Dallas team is by no means good without Luka. The fact that you lost one of those two, and I guess Luke is probably back for game three. You know, I, I said the last show, I think it was the last show, I said that was actually the worst thing that was going to happen. They were going to be down 0-2, Luke was going to come back, but not in time to actually win that series. That was going to be a big hobby hit. I guess I was wrong. Like, if you're telling me they're 1-1 they're and Luka comes back... I mean, all your money and faith has got to be on the Mavs at that point, which is great for the hobby. I think seeing Luka win his first playoff series would be absolutely massive, so... I'm hoping that happens. The Jalen Brunson thing to me seems a lot like, you know, like the bull bull type effect. I know it's it's dissimilar in the fact that he's actually an everyday player, at least. We saw this last year, too, with uh, with Cam Johnson um, for Phoenix. Like, had a couple good games in a row. People went a little... I don't think there's any reason to mess. I mean, unless you love the guy and you want to PC him, fine. But in general, like if he's just a guy you've had sitting around your $5 box, I think now's the time to just pull him out and sell. His pricing, his prism, his selects, his prism silvers, everything is more than doubled in the last week. Why, why not just sell it? Like if you're not in it for the long term, I think he's a guy to sell. Jaden McDaniels, I think, is still with the Timberwolves. Again, had a couple good games. I think he's a guy to sell just because he's doubled up in value. Why not get rid of him? Um, we actually put a poll up in the group too. I thought it was interesting just because I was kind of curious, you know, who are guys buying and the Facebook groups become a really good sounding board. Like there's, I don't know, 35,000 members there. So the caveat was basically if you had to buy one of these guys to flip throughout the course of this playoff run. So at any time in the course, whether you want to sell them after one good game, you want to hold them for a finals run. I don't care. We got a couple hundred votes. I, I like always, I posted at a bad time and didn't leave it up that long. Ja Maranto was far and away. Number one, of guys to buy, which I don't hate. I, I think Ja is, by the way, ESPN's on the background right now. So Luca is questionable for game three, which is tonight, Thursday night. We'll see what happens there. I like the Ja play. I mean, I think Ja is still pretty cheap compared to, you know, compared to Luca and just compared to what, how he's been playing on the court. And he's another guy, I think, now that they're 1 1, I think Memphis wins that series. Kind of the same boat as Luka. He gets his first playoff series win. I think it's a big deal. So Jaws there, number one. Number two was Tatum, which it's funny. Even after the game last night, and not that I expect a game-for-game change, but I do expect a huge bump if they beat... Uh, I mean, if they beat Brooklyn, to me, that's a massive thing, even though I think Milwaukee's a tougher team for them to play. But just in terms of price movement for... Uh, for Tatum. So like his Optic, 2017 Optic PSA 10 base cards, we talked about the other day, a month, two months ago, they were 100, 110. When me and Jesse talked the other day, they were like 130, 135. Those are up to 150. So those kind of moved up. 
aside from that, though, the majority of his other stuff has stayed relatively cheap. I say cheap, just hasn't moved. Like his PSA 10 Prism cards, still two and a quarter, which is exactly where they were. Uh, his silvers are still 1500 for PSA 10s, which again, kind of hasn't moved exactly where it is. There, There is something weird, though, happening with Tatum. Like his 2017 Prism base PSA 10 is 225 His nine, though, has been selling for over $100. In no world does that make any sense. Like the trend we've seen from a nine to a 10 is three, four, five X on stuff like this in general. So one of two things, either the nines are just super high and you should sell your nines, or what I think is probably more likely, I think we'll see his tens over $300 in the near future. Sadly, that I think I only have one or two of his PSA 10 silver uh, prisms. I've got a silver, I've got a couple other things. But it's weird to see the discrepancy in pricing there. Like the gap from a 9 to 10 is bigger for everybody. I don't know why it's not bigger there. He's also got some other cards though too that just haven't moved that I think you can probably find... And especially if you're a fan, like Tatum's got a huge following now. The team's going to go on a deep playoff run, it looks like. I mean, I, I hope the Nets don't rattle off four straight after this. But like his 2017 Hoops rookie. Again, sometimes guys make the claim, like you guys only talk about cards that are hundreds and hundreds or thousands of dollars and it's not attainable for everybody. So his 2017 Hoops PSA 10 is $73 right now. And that's actually up. It was in the 60s earlier in the week. The population's almost 4,000. Like, so if you're looking for Tatum cards, I actually think there's plenty that's attainable for him uh, under 200 bucks. And a lot of these cards are under a hundred dollars. Um, he's even got variations from 2017 optic that are cheap. Uh, his optic base cards are 25 to 30 bucks. You know, I, I think Tatum is, I was on the fence about him cause I was worried about the nets, but at this point, like if they beat the nets, so I guess you're speaking for myself. Like I've got a bunch of Tatum stuff. I'm going to hold one or two because I'm a Celtics fan. But in general, like I'm selling... Man, I hate this. It's weird to think if they beat the Nets, could they then beat the Bucks? So I know Middleton kind of messed up his knee the other day. Although it doesn't look... I don't know if it's all that serious. I haven't heard reports yet. I mean, if Middleton's out, I think they got a very... A, a much better chance. But yeah, Tatum's interesting, man. I think there's some serious upside because again, he's selling cheap compared to his pop relative to other people. So... I don't hate the Tatum play right now. Uh, one other guy too I want to talk about real quick is Joel Embiid. We never talk about Joel Embiid, and that's fine. I don't really like Joel Embiid. I, I think at some point too, there's, he's still a choke artist. Like I just don't think he's going to. Um, like I just don't trust Philly. I don't trust Harden and Embiid. I think they're going to sweep Toronto. That's one thing. But you know, aside from that, I, next round. Although next round they would play the Heat. That'd be the 1-4 matchup. I think they could beat them too. But I don't think they could beat Milwaukee or the winner of this Boston series. I just don't trust Harden or Embiid to close series out like that. So then I start to wonder with Embiid. So is, I still think there is a bit of a window though. And again, talk about a guy who's got some fairly affordable stuff. I mean, like right now, his 2014 is his rookie year. His select PSA 10 base from that year has a pop of 544. Super low pop. It's a $300 card. His 2014 Prism as a 9.5 is like 150 bucks. Again, the pop is 322. I, I don't like him beat. And the other thing is on his card ladder, if you just look at his index, so just like the average of his comps, like how they have moved. I mean, plenty of sales. The guy's got a bunch. Over the last three months, he is up about 20%. But over the last month, almost nothing at all in movement, like almost no positive trend. 
I think Embiid is not a bad guy to look at. Again, if you're just looking for some guys to mess around with in the short term, like I think he's one of those guys who probably fits in there. So um, there's a bunch of guys in looking at that index too. It's just weird. It's like some of these guys who were just totally flatlined. Giannis is total flatline over the past month or two. Booker, no movement. Tatum, not until very recently. I think it's a matter of just picking the NBA guy you think is going to advance to the next round and then see how long you want to ride out with him. But Embiid's a guy with pops that are just super low because he's from 2014. I think there's probably a lot of decent value there if you want to mess around with him in the next couple of weeks. Again, they're going to beat Toronto. They're up 3 nothing, And then maybe they beat the Heat and get weird. So anyways, it's a couple couple basketball notes. Um, one Marvel note, just to totally switch it up. Me and Jesse ripped that box of 1990 Marvel. The reason we started looking at it is it got it got pumped so stupid high like we talked about. Influencers and just in general, dummies were pumping it way too high to inflate that market. And now it's come crashing back down. So we got the box for six fifty. We ripped it the other day on our YouTube, so it's posted there. Or it will be posted tomorrow, I think. We did that as a solo YouTube show. We ended up pulling, so I sold a ton of the, like over 200 cards, the common, more common stuff, the cheaper stuff. We ended up clearing like 150 bucks for that, which we were happy to get rid of. We've got 175 of the like individual hero cards or villain cards, which we'll probably run at auction on the in the app. Like we'll put them as lots because in those conditions, they were all like five to fifteen dollars. Uh, and then we ended up grading. We've got a pile of, I think, 51 cards we're sending to SGC to grade. Um, I'll be honest with you. We had fun ripping it, man. I don't know any I don't know much about a lot of the characters. We didn't pull any big hollows. But just the fact that the value is down so low now, it just seemed like a fun idea. So Jesse bought a few other boxes, I think different years, so did I. So we'll probably rip a few more of those on uh, YouTube. But yeah, it was like strange. It's the happiest I've ever seen Jesse with his stupid Marvel breaks. He had a good time doing it. So it was something different. Um, and yeah, I think it's all going to come down to grading, but I certainly don't think we're losing money. Even though the box was 650 and the grading bill is going to be, I don't know, 1000 25 bucks a card. Oh, more than that. So like 1250 I actually think it's going to end up being our first individual box that is profitable for our capital nonsense, finally. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then the last thing I want to hit on real quick, too. I say real quick. I actually want to spend a couple minutes. It's an interesting release week because it's products this week that I think some guys are just kind of overlooking. So tomorrow, Friday the 22nd, you've got 2021 Prism Draft Baseball. So obviously it's college uniform stuff. It is entirely based on the 2020 draft class. So Marcelo Mayer, uh, all the big names, Henry um, Henry Davis. Man, I can't even think of the list now, too. I should have had it pulled up. But if you look at the 2020 draft class, like it's, it's evident by the pricing of draft, not only the cases, but the single prices, how well it's selling. You've also got Wander, Dominguez, all those guys have second and or third year autos at that point in that product. It's, it's fairly loaded. You get five autos a box, plus like the base and the checklist. One of the least sexy products of the year, though. Like, baseball is... Spe- like I've always said, like, the Chrome guys are the biggest snobs in the hobby. They want, you know, Bowman Chrome only, pristine f- first cards, you know, PSA 10 with 10 autos or BGS 9.5s with, you know, 9.5 subgrades, whatever. And I don't blame them. Like, that's it's big money stuff, so I don't blame them for being picky. But that's why this product is traditionally not done well, because it's a prospect-driven product, but it's, you know, it, there's no licensing... It's, again, collegiate stuff, so it's not Bowman. The pricing, though, on this, it's 120 bucks a box. I actually ended up getting, a, a, I think I got two cases. One of them I'll sell, but one of them I'm just going to, I'll rip it by the box. But for like one auto per pack and then the, the vet base and stuff, 
it's not a bad product at all. And I, I say that too, because just to give a little bit of history, because I think this is this is one of those two. This I'm going to try to do a little bit more with the releases and upcoming stuff. I'm going to start doing uh, like past year reviews of the product just to kind of give you like, hey, in the grand scheme of things, you know, this is why I think this product is good or bad based on the draft class. But also here's the history of the product. So like go back to last year, 2020. This stuff's $175 a box. The big names, obviously Torkelson, Zach Veen, uh, Dylan Carlson's autos and the Austin Martin. It's a bunch of prospects. But quite frankly, if you look at the mayor class compared to that, on paper, f- as far as what it's done in Bowman, it's selling for the same amount. Like those guys are selling about as high. Torkelson's probably the number one, but not by much. Like mayor is way up there. Like the classes overall are similar, which means these checklists are similar. So that product's a hundred like fifty percent more expensive. And then if you go back to 2019, which 2019 is the first year they made this stuff. So that was at the draft class that year was loaded. Uh, Adley Rauschman, Bobby Witt Jr., who's on fire. Um, Riley Green. I'm trying to think like J.J. Bleday was a big prospect. Your first Wander, obviously. Well, actually, I say that. I don't know that Wander was in that. I'd have to look. So I understand why that one is double the price. It's over 220 bucks. That makes sense to me. But this is a product, like I do, I think if you're looking for a relatively cheap box, like in today's, in the grand scheme of things, 125 bucks is cheap, for five autos especially, I like the product. Like I, I do, I think it's actually a decent product to rip, and you know me, like if you listen, like in general, I'm pretty heavy on breaking product or, you know, buying into PYTs or this or whatever. Um, it, you know, just because I think in most times personal boxes as i've seen personally for years and just over our course of capital nonsense that's why we start doing personal rips like hey look at what happens when you rip boxes on your own it's pretty tough to break even if you're buying a market this is one of the few i think you can actually do pretty well with and it's a pretty low risk proposition so yeah 2021 prism draft collegiate baseball releases tomorrow i do i think you can get Matter of fact, like even eddie didn't want any of the stuff at geo breaks like he's just like yeah, it's just not something i want to break because a lot of guys won't I think it's quietly a very good product. Um, the other product releasing tomorrow is 2021 Phoenix football. This is actually what kind of motivated me to start getting um, like some comparisons. How does this draft class, how is it selling compared to, you know, Herbert and Burrow, who we've seen play unbelievable, Josh Allen, who's a top guy in the league. I'm just curious what that graph kind of looks like. So we'll have that. I'll give the guys a little bit more to work with and do that on, um, on Monday's show when Jesse's back. But, uh, so Phoenix this year, it's about, f- I, I think the release price is right at $500. Um, you get a couple autos, a box. The big thing there is you get a ton of numbered stuff, a ton of color. Despite the fact I think it's a little expensive, although I will be curious what Panini is selling it direct on their website for tomorrow. Um, if it comes out quite a bit cheaper, I think it's probably worth it. 500 is a, a little steep for me. But the X factor with that product is all the numbered stuff. And it's weird to me. This is another one, though. Traditional football guys don't like it. You know, it's not a traditional brand. So some guys just stay away from it. But in general, the resale's pretty good. The patches, surprisingly, are actually pretty nice. Now, granted, I think it's all sticker autos, which is fine. But, like, you look at the numbered stuff in it, that's kind of the deciding thing. You're going to get a bunch of numbered cards per pack. I'm actually going to pull it up on Blowout because I am curious. Um, but, again, it's not like you're going to pull you know, a prism card number to five out of it, obviously. But I do think there's enough of that numbered stuff where it's, it starts to make up for it. And then you can kind of grade your way out, especially with SGC. Um, by the way, it's 535. I lied. I said 500. It's 535 right now on blowout. 
So you get two autos, one memorabilia, two silver. Yeah, here's the, yeah, this is what I was talking about. Nine numbered parallels. Some of that low numbered stuff is going to sell well. The Mac, the, you know, the Trevor, even like the Brady stuff, the, the big vets. You also get nine more inserts and 12 rookies. So I do, I don't hate it. And then obviously you've got like the Enfuego, a couple of the SP inserts, the Enfuego, the Volcanic, and the Phoenician. Those are going to sell pretty high, like especially for the veteran guys, like the first Brady's of those will sell well. Obviously the rookie class speaks for itself. So then if you if you break that back down, then kind of a comparison to the past few years. So 2020, again, this year's product, and I think you can get these for 500. So for 2021, let's say it's 500 bucks a box. 2020, now obviously you've got Burrow, you know, Herbert, Tua, uh, Devontae Smith, um, all the receivers, J- Jamar Chase, Beast, unbelievable draft class, but it's $1,000. I don't get how this is half the price of that product. So I do think there's some long-term growth. 2019, which is, again, relatively weak class in terms of resale value, is 550 bucks. is outselling 2021 right now. That, to me, makes no... Again, that is kind of an, an indication in my head like, oh, by the way, Miguel Cabrera hit, no, hit number 29.99 last night. One more to get 3,000. That's a dude we don't talk about enough. I'm going to start looking at his inserts. I was talking to my brother about him last night, Miggy. He's another guy almost in that Griffey class. A little bit later, but I'd be curious what his early stuff's doing. Um, so I need Jesse. I'm getting distracted. I'm not paying attention. Uh, that's fine. But yeah, that's why I look at Phoenix football. I'm like, a weak class from 2019 is outselling it. And I've seen stuff top out at $1,000 for 2020, which is an unbelievable class. I tend to think 2021 is closer to the 2020 class than it is the 2019 class. And then you go back to 2018. So again, you've got Josh Allen, who's an absolute monster. Uh, Lamar, you've got Baker, who still sells a great class, but it's selling for $850. Now, some of that too, you're three years removed from that. Some of that is just the fact that it's, or for almost four years now, that it's, it's like 2018, there's not a ton out there. Uh, the supply is getting low. I, I get that. But I do. I think Phoenix is kind of a quiet product. And then this year, too, they also have an H2. So if you look at like Blowout, Steel City, whoever you want to look at uh, where you buy your boxes, I'd say go right to Panini. You'll see Panini, Phoenix, just hobby boxes. They also have an H2 box. So same product. It's Phoenix. So just the breakdown, H2, you get one autograph, and then you get the exclusive stuff. Three H2 silver laser parallels, seven H2 laser parallels, eight inserts, 18 rookies. I'll be honest with you, and this comes out a little bit later, the 27th, as opposed to the 22nd. I don't, I don't hate this one either. Those laser parallels will sell decent, and you get a bunch of them, and these boxes are going to be under $300. So you know, say what you want. I think Phoenix is a decent product. Um, the other thing I wanted to make kind of my last note about wax, uh, coming up next week on Wednesday, Panini, Panini one football and revolutions basketball. Um, we'll talk about football and basketball more going forward too. We may even do kind of a breakdown like we did with baseball stuff. Um, you know, obviously with football, the Super Bowl has been over for a couple months. We're still, we still have a ton of football product left to come out. I don't think that's the worst thing for the market. Like, I think these boxes are going to come out cheaper because there's not as much hype around the sport in general. So I think it's actually a good opportunity for people to get in and buy, even just to buy boxes you want to rip. I think you're going to be able to get a better deal on a lot of that stuff. And basketball too. Like, there there is hype around basketball, but the rookie class, by the time the majority of these products come out, will be done playing entirely. Like, 
Scotty Barnes, uh, Kaminga. Well, Kaminga may still be around. Uh, Mobley, though. All, the, almost all of these guys are going to be done playing by the time these products start releasing. I think that's a good thing for the market because I think you're going to be able to get them for a lot cheaper because there won't be nearly as much hype. Whereas if you had, you know, last year, if Ant-Man and Lamella were still playing rele- you know, relevant basketball and products releasing, the, the hype is through the roof. I don't think we're going to see that as much this year, which is kind of cool. So I think you'll have an opportunity to actually buy some uh, for a decent price. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, Visit JiffyLube.com. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh, all right. Let's jump to the mailbag from Facebook real quick. Uh, we had two guys post about redemptions. Like, what do I do with redemptions? Best to just sell them as new. Uh, you know, should I redeem them? If you just need money, sell it immediately. If you have a little bit of time and patience, redeem it and sell the card live. Always the best thing to do. You will always get more money for a live card, for sure. Uh, Aaron Hernandez asked, when PSA opens up economy in bulk, does it smash all of the grading companies? I think when that happens, and now the BGS is open, and you're going to hear some big news coming out of SGC as well, I think those three collectively are going to just smash out almost everything else. Yes, I'd be shocked if it doesn't. But I think the order maintains the same. I think it's PSA, SGC, BGS going forward um, is my guess. Uh, Josh Riches has been collecting mosaic basketball stained glass inserts, which are actually awesome. I do like those. Recently completed the set. How do I go about pricing and selling? Um, Pricing, just check your comps. Use card ladder. Sales history, pretty easy to do that. Selling, you could try to sell it as a set. Some guys will pay a premium. And if not, just break it out. Do a, do a set break and just list them all at eBay at the same exact time. You'll see guys do that. Uh, I think you can do that pretty well. Um, Chris Butcher asked a question about that stat we dropped last week. 12% of the country is is at least somehow involved in collecting cards. I still think that is wildly over. I, I cannot imagine that as a real number. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, doesn't that sound crazy high? 12 out of 100 people are into card collecting? Like, if you told me it was 2%, I would think maybe. But... Uh, anyways, 
Uh, Don Geters, like I said, guys, we've been here too long, so we're going to rip through this real quick. Don Geters, do you think the PSA 10 buster mentality is good? I don't. I think PSA 9, as he mentions, criminally underrated. And I think PSA 10s, so one of the two is true. Either PSA 10s are properly rated and 9s are cheap, or PSA 10s are overrated and those prices are going to come down to close the gap. But the thought and the thinking, like if you look around now, you can get PSA 9s, SGC, BGS 9s, for close to to raw comparisons is insane to me. A nine graded card is better than raw, but people have this, this dream that any raw card I can, maybe I can buy it and it will 10. So they'll pay the premium for it. I, it's a weird thing, but it's, that's kind of where we're at with it. So second part of his question, by the way, Alfredo's it's, it's pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's pizza cafe. Is there a correct answer? Oh, uh, Kevin can answer that question for you. Uh, Michael Connor, what are your thoughts on long-term value of NBA, NFL, Mosaic, Genesis, True Rookies? Oh, I love it. I think Mosaic's an awesome brand in general, and the Genesis is an awesome-looking card. So, yes, I love that. My favorite comment in the mailbag today is from Jacob Rush, Rush, whatever it is, however you pronounce it. Instead of roast, instead of answering questions, can you roast everyone posting on this thread, except me since I brought it up? I would love to do that. Just a roast of everybody in the Facebook group. When I have more time, I would love to destroy everybody. Yes. Uh, Michael Martinez looks like another breaker gone bad has made over a hundred thousand dollars from CBC group. I don't know what that is. Seems like these things are forgotten just as quickly as the bull bull situation. Um, whatever happened to some of the more high profile situations, Mealy pops, PWCC marks, et cetera. I mean, marks is getting roasted pretty publicly. Still the PWCC thing is interesting. Thrown off eBay for allegedly shilling. You never heard another word about it from eBay. There was no like, lawsuit for slander and libel from PWCC. That thing did just go away. Uh, I don't know what the Mealy Pops thing is. I'm probably forgetting, but yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. Again, not to, not to keep ringing the bell, but that's why we're building our own app so we can control who buys and sells to a degree and hopefully safeguard that. Vars Joe, is it easier than, uh, it is easier more than ever. I don't know how you wrote this, but that's fine. With all the big we weapons, basically, what is the play with Tua? I think you got to hold him and see. If Tua plays well, and Tyreek Hill is still the threat that he has been for the last few years, that could be a weird team. Uh, Brad Allen asked about Debo. Man, not good. I, it's not good for anybody involved there if you lose that guy. He's a stud-wide receiver. So, And unless he goes to a super high-profile team, I, I can't imagine his value goes up much either. So we'll see. Uh, Cart Adami asked about Marcus Smart because of the Defensive Player of the Year award. Doesn't do anything. You know, scoring is really all that dictates pricing in the NBA these days. J.D. Pearson publicly admitting in his his comment, I was trolling about Seinfeld. It worked perfectly. Thank goodness. Uh, Antonio says, I heard Mike mention the other day, PSA 8 should be valued like a raw. Do you have a chart someone, somewhere that explains the tiered value? Say a PSA 10 is 100% value. How much less is a 9 I mean, in general now with ultra modern, we're seeing a PSA 10 in a lot of cases is three to five times a PSA nine, which is insane to me. So, but there's not a set chart anymore. It's, it's such a wild, wild west right now. It's crazy. Uh, which box is a better hold for 2022 tops, Chrome or Bowman Chrome. I like tops. I mean, I like both because Bowman, the prospecting, but in tops Chrome, you know, you're going to have wander uh, Mark Sagachi asset. So I love tops Chrome there. I also like Bowman, but this year specific, I would go tops. Um, I'm sure most people know this, but for our newbies, let's review. What is the easiest way to check a pop count on a card? And what would be a scary too high pop count? Anything above 5,000, I start looking at like, okay, that's a lot. 
Um, easy way to check it, go to the PSA website or use card ladder. Either one of those two, you can find the actual pop counts. Card ladder is better. If the card is on the ladder, it'll show you the pop of SGC, PSA, and BGS. So, uh, Steven Ortiz, I'm feeling pretty confident Boston will beat the Nets. I think they could go almost all the way. Steven, I did not agree yesterday afternoon. I, I do now, which is insane. Thoughts on Bowman football from Doug. I don't love the class this year, Doug, so that's my issue with it more than anything. And it's not licensed, so I, I just don't know. I don't know how that crowd reacts to that. Um, very up in the air, Doug. Sorry. Tyler, last question. What would you rather have, an SGC for a PC card, SGC 9.5 or a PSA 9? I like the SGC 9.5. I'd rather have the higher grade. And I think they're a more consistent grading company, so with upside. Um, speaking of SGC, too, they're actually hooking us up with 20 free five-day grades. So starting in May, we're going to start doing giveaways to the group, to the listeners here. Like if you've never used SGC, we'll have a poll or a post somewhere. You can send a card in to me. We'll grade it for you for free with SGC uh, five days so you can give them a shot. So uh, there you go. Like I said, Jesse will be back on Monday. I'm actually hitting up two card shops in the area today uh, in Haverhill, Massachusetts, my hometown. Uh, so the card shop that got it started for me, I'm going to go hit up after I take my mom to lunch. So yeah, we'll be back on Monday. Um, we have a guest next week. I don't remember who though, so doesn't matter. Maybe we don't. I don't actually remember. But yeah, there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. See you guys next week. Later.